Hello everyone, I'm Denise Boggs, and I want to welcome you as we journey together through Healing the Heart. I've got something exciting to share with you today. And it's exciting because it applies to every single person that I know that's seeking healing or even those that are not seeking healing. And that topic we're going to talk about is how to set boundaries. Do you know you can set boundaries out of your pain? That's, yeah, you can set boundaries out of pain and you just build a big wall and you cement all the stuff in it, the stones and the hurt and the pain, and then you don't ever want to see that person again. That's a boundary. You're not seeing them. You don't care what happens to them. That's a boundary. But I want to talk to you today on how God has given us an instruction of how to set boundaries. His way. His way. God's way to set boundaries. Let's just call this this podcast, God's Way to Set Boundaries. You know, he was the first one that set a boundary. In the beginning, he said, let there be light. And there was light. And he called it what it was. It was called day. That's the first step to setting a boundary. You call it what it is, okay? He said, let there be light. He called it day. And he separated the light from the darkness, okay? And he said, now we're going to call the darkness night. So you call it what it is, okay? So you set a boundary, and what's interesting to me is when we set a boundary according to God's instruction and how he sets boundaries, the boundary doesn't end. Night and day have not been confused since then. It's like when it was set, it was set. This is day, this is light. This is darkness. So do you know it ends all your confusion once you learn how to set boundaries? Wouldn't that be awesome to live your life without confusion? God's not the author of confusion. And the way that we live according to God's plan and purpose for our life is we stay out of confusion. Don't get confused. Call things what they are and don't live in confusion. This is light. This is darkness. I live in the light. I don't live in the darkness. I live in the light. And then you exercise the second principle. So the first principle is really to define light and darkness. And then you define, you call it what it is. But then the second principle is that you um, speak the truth in love about the fact that you live over here in the light, okay? This is where I live. And and I'm going to go to a scripture in Ephesians on that, but listen, the way you set a boundary is so simple. You know when to say yes, and you know when to say no. It's so simple. That's all you do. Yes and no. I'm going to read you the verse about it, okay? This is the, the principle here is in, I love this, Let's see, here it is. It's in Matthew. Matthew 5, it's 37, says, Let your yes be simply yes. And let your no be simply no. Anything more than that comes from the evil one. Oh, my stars. 
Can you believe that? So when you're in confusion between your yes and your no, okay, then you've stepped into that place of confusion. You've stepped into confusion. So when you're setting a boundary, you have to know the difference between yes and no, and you have to be able to say, yes, I agree with that, or no, I don't agree with that. That's all you do, yes and no, okay? The next principle is, all right, let's go to Scripture. We're going to get these principles down pat on how to set boundaries, okay? Now, let's go to the next Scripture, and I want us to go to Ephesians 4, okay? <laughs> Whew. And we're going to start with verse 14. It says this, So that we're no longer children tossed around back and forth between yes and no. Do you know children get all upset if someone tells them no? Isn't that interesting? Children get upset. If, if mom says no to something, then a child gets all upset. Okay? Pitches a fit, runs to the room, hides, that kind of thing. So you have to learn how to live in boundaries. And even when someone else sets a boundary, you don't pitch a fit because that's immature. But you also have to be mature enough to say no yourself. And if someone pitches a fit, when you say no, you just let them pitch the fit. You stay in an adult position. I hope y'all are listening to me. Listen, this is what Paul said. It's so important for us to know this. He said it this way. So that we're no longer children, spiritually immature. You know, if you can't carry the truth and speak it, you're immature. If you're worried about what people are going to think about you, then you're still, you're still dealing with unmet needs. Unmet needs. You need someone to approve of you. But when you're spiritually mature, it's God and His approval, affirmation, what He, what he has called you to do, then you speak the truth. Okay, so let's go back to the verse, okay? <sighs> so, so that we're no longer children, spiritually mature, tossed back and forth like ships, on a stormy sea and carried about by every wind of shifting doctrine or by cunning and trickery oh, of men. Do you know that you can be tricked by somebody? And if you don't have a firm yes or a firm no inside you, that you can say yes and no, set a boundary, just say no, I really don't agree with that. Then you're being mature, okay? You're not going to be like a ship tossed back and forth, you're not going to be tricked and deceived because your yes means yes and your no means no. But what are your personal convictions? you got to know that. On all the things that are, you know, on social media today, where do you stand? Do you realize why there's so much confusion today? Nobody knows how to say yes and no. Setting boundaries. Okay, now, let's go on to the verse. Here we go. Mm, 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 mm. Listen, <laughs> I have to start all over. Um, 
by the cunning and trickery of men, by deceitful scheming of people, ready to do anything for personal profit. Oh my goodness. Now, but speaking the truth, this verse 15, but speaking the truth in love in all things. Okay? All right. How do we speak the truth in love? Well, you speak the truth to someone from your personal convictions, and you don't do it out of anger, threatening them or giving them an ultimatum, ultimatum if they don't believe you or agree with you. You just speak your truth in love. Okay? God's chosen us to speak truth in love because it's His love, the river of God that's in us, that gives us that truth to speak it and let it just flow out, His love, because His love for that person, He may be sending you to speak the truth in love to them so that they can receive it and not be offended by it. Do you know if you offend somebody, then you can't speak into their heart if they're offended. So speak the truth, but speak it in love. Don't speak it out of your own unforgiveness, out of your own um, offense. You speak the truth in love. So let's, let's go back now. So how do we set boundaries? Well, first of all, we've got to separate light and darkness. Say, this is light. This is what I believe. This is truth. I don't believe this. This is darkness to me. It doesn't have life in it or the light of Christ. So that's the first, second thing. You call it what it is. But then number three is your yes means yes, no means no. So you get that set real clear because anything more than that's from the evil one. You're confused if you can say, yes, I believe this is truth. And no, I don't agree with this. So get your yes and no really secure and speak the truth in Ephesians 4.15, in love. Now I'm going to switch this a little bit to relationships. How do you do this in a relationship? Well, first of all, you forgive the person who hurt you so you can speak the truth in love. You can speak your personal convictions and say, you know, this hurt me, and it's not okay that you're cussing at me. I just don't appreciate being cussed at, and it's not okay anymore. When you get upset with me and you cuss at me, then set a boundary and say, set a boundary. If you cuss at me, if you start cussing again, I'm going to go to the other room. Or I'm going to go to um, spend some time with the Lord. I don't appreciate being cussed at. Okay? So that's a boundary. You're setting a boundary. Because, see, many times we're hurt because we didn't say at the beginning of a relationship what we don't approve of. You have to sit, and that's the next point. You have to set your boundaries at the beginning of a relationship. Okay? Because if you don't set a boundary, then you tolerate things Inside, you're screaming no, but you're saying yes to them. Then when you finally set a boundary, oh my goodness, they, they really get all upset. 
So in a new relationship, set the boundaries at the beginning. In a present relationship, you speak your truth and love, and you say, you know, it's really been hurting me that you cuss at me, or it's really been hurting me, and I'm really concerned because you're lying to me. And so when you lie to me, it just sends me in a tailspin. So I'm going to ask you not to lie to me anymore. See, that's speaking the truth in love. Because I don't appreciate lying. I don't believe in lying. And if you lie to me, then you say, I'm, I'm going to go in the other room. So you're setting a boundary. You're separating darkness and light. And now, the point I want to make here is if someone respects your no, I'm not going to hear lying anymore, then the relationship can move on from there, can build from there, if they respect your no, okay? Now, sometimes you have to, uh, if you've never set a boundary and you've been married 20 years, I talk to so many people, and if you have not said that lying is just crushes your spirit or deception in any way crushes your spirit you can't do it anymore i just can't live under this anymore or laziness i can't live under this anymore i'm doing all the work and you just lay on the couch i just can't do it anymore it's hurting me okay so once you speak your truth in love you don't condemn them you just say how it's affecting you. That's a real important point there. You say, speak your truth in love of how it's affecting you, okay? And when you do that, see, you're setting a boundary. You're saying being lazy, cussing, drinking and getting drunk, all these things that you've not said anything about in 20 years. Now you're saying, now it'll, it'll shake them at first, okay? I'll just go ahead and tell you out loud. It'll shake them up. If you've not spoken your truth in 20 years, okay, the person that hears the truth is going to be shaken up at first. So you may have to say it several times until they get it and respect your no. No means no. No. I'm not going to go to dinner with you and you're going to drink and get drunk and then we'll fight. No. I'm not doing anymore. I'm not going to dinner if you're going to drink. So those kinds of things. You set boundaries. You say yes and no appropriately. Now, this is the interesting thing. I hope you're understanding this. When you come to a Healing the Heart retreat or you read one of our books, this one is on understanding forgiveness. Setting boundaries is part of forgiveness. Because if you forgive someone and you don't set a boundary, they're going to do it again if they haven't been healed. And then you come, then a month later you're saying, well, I've forgiven and forgiven and nothing changed. Boundaries create change. Boundaries set an opportunity for change. But the mature one is the one that sets the boundary. Let's go back to childhood. Really, it's the mom that says no, dad says no. And so that's the first time when you hear no and yes. Now, if you did not, uh, if you didn't really listen to no as a child, 
You resented no. You even rebelled against no. It'll be hard for you to set boundaries until you see that, that, and see that you've never appreciated boundaries for what they are. You even may need to ask God to forgive you that you did not respect somebody else's boundaries. This is a huge, huge issue today because if mom and dad, if their behavior was not consistent and when they said no to something, they, you know, if they said, don't you yell anymore to your brother, but yet mom's yelling at dad, it's hard to respect mom saying don't yell at your brother. So, you know, that's why you have to get your heart healed because if mom was a yeller, and you were hurt yourself by yelling, a yelling mom, then if you judged her, you'll be a yeller too. And so then, oh my goodness, you're yelling. But then you'll marry a yeller, and then you're yelling at one another. So I may be taking you too deep into healing the heart, but I want to ask you to come to a Healing the Heart retreat or get our material. You can go to our website, how to understand what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is, yes, forgiving that person. But then you set a boundary, and a boundary is like you build a fence. Build a fence. Like it's, just imagine a, a, a little cottage, and there's a little white picket fence around it, and you're in the cottage. But you have a gate in the fence. So you can open the gate and invite that person back into your life. That's what a boundary is. You say, no, no, I, the fence is saying, no, I don't, I, I'm not going to tolerate cussing anymore. I'm not going to tolerate abuse anymore. So you're setting a boundary. Now, they can't come back in until you see the behaviors changing, then you can invite them back in, okay? Then you can have a conversation and you're not fearful of them cussing, but you start seeing the change. Boundaries facilitate change. Without boundaries, it's chaos. Without boundaries. It was chaos in the very beginning. And that's why God said, let there be light. And when he said it, the chaos, darkness and light was all mixed together. He said, let there be light. They separated it. This is light. This is darkness. This is called day. This is called night. So he began it at the very beginning in Genesis. And we've got to learn how to do it. How to establish a boundary, set a fence with a gate. But if you, you can see over the gate. You can see that that person, wow, they are changing. I want to invite them back into my life. But if you do not forgive them, you won't build a gate. You'll build a wall, a stone wall, stone by stone. And you'll block them completely out of your life. You can't even see them anymore. You don't want to see them anymore, but that's unforgiveness. Through forgiveness, you build a fence and you put a gate so you can see them, you can watch how they're changing, and you can invite them in back into your life. I hope this has helped you. I've given you some, some um, real strong points to apply. Get the workbook. 
work through forgiveness. And in this book, it's going, we're going to tell you how to set boundaries. And uh, I just want to encourage you, take one relationship at a time. Because if you start saying no to everybody, you know, it can be a little overwhelming. But start with one situation, one relationship, one person, and start setting boundaries. God bless you.